Hey mama, welcome to Fight Back Motherhood. Imagine me sitting at my kitchen island with a cup of coffee, spit up on my shirt, and bags under my eyes chatting with you. That is the vibe. With thousands of books written on how to raise babies, we needed something that teaches us how to fight back to the women we know we are capable of being after having those babies. So since I couldn't find it in my lowest moments after having my first daughter, I created it. This podcast is the product of my dream. Here we are all about being the best versions of ourselves so we can be the best moms to our littles. I'll help you rediscover a love for yourself by helping you prioritize yourself in health, wellness, mindset, and self-care. Each week will include tactical tips, Bessie chats, real life talks, and so much more. So go pour yourself a cup of coffee and get ready to listen in. It's time to fight back. Hello, Mama. Welcome to another episode of the Fight Back Motherhood podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Smith, and today's topic is about burnout. Burnout, meaning you're feeling burnt out in your motherhood duties. And I'm going to share something today that I hope changes your life and makes you feel a hell of a lot better about the burnout because truthfully, I'm pretty sure this is one of the biggest causes of your guilt. So let me ease your concerns right off of the bat. Number one, you're not imagining your burnout. It's real. Number two, the burnout is not your fault. You want to know why you're burnt out? It's because the moment that you announce your pregnancy, you become bombarded with a ton of advice and stories about how awful and how great at the same time your upcoming experience is going to be. You're burnt out because you had to return to work before you were ready. And then maybe you were ashamed for not breastfeeding your baby for long enough. You're burnt out because you eat leftover goldfish and sandwich crusts for lunch because you don't have time to make your own meal. You're burnt out because you're juggling all the pressures to spend all the time being present with your kids with this pressure to obviously also have a clean and decluttered home. You're burnt out because after a day of being touched by your toddler all day long, you feel like you should be fresh and sexy and available for your partner. You are burnt out because the news sucks. It's defeating. You're burnt out because not a day goes by without something reminding you of the baby weight you still haven't lost or of the body that you had before you had kids. You're burnt out because you're constantly reading and hearing all this new advice about the best way to raise your child. And then you're also balancing that with all the things that your families are telling you that you need to do also. You're burnt out because you really miss your friends and you feel like you haven't had adult interaction in a really long time. You're burnt out because that cup of coffee that you poured this morning has been sitting there cold for so long You don't even remember how to tilt the cup upright and actually drink it while it's hot. I said it at the beginning and I'm going to say this again. You're not doing it wrong. Motherhood is just really, really hard. It's so hard. So give yourself that grace right off the bat. Your burnout is also not your fault. You know, maybe now that you've listened to the beginning of this podcast and maybe I've depressed you and maybe even myself, right? Let's talk about how to fix it. Let's talk about true self-care that allows all those different things that have been thrown at you for you to heal from it. 
for you to grow through it, to become a better version of yourself as a mom. And I talk about self-care. I'm not talking about a bubble bath and I'm definitely not talking about having an extra glass of wine at night. I'm talking about being vulnerable. I think it's important for you to understand that in order for you to get over this burnout culture and this burnout that you're feeling right now, you need to start by refusing to buy into this idea that you need to be a perfect mom and a perfect wife. I don't know if you need to like pause and listen to me say that again, or maybe I'll just say it again for you. The way for you to get out of this burnout cycle you are in right now is to refuse to believe that you have to be perfect. Instead of trying to be perfect, be authentic. Be honest. You are burnt out because you are living and pursuing a life and a way to raise your children and uphold your household and please everyone around you that literally does not exist. You might get ignored at first. You might get side eyes, but by being vulnerable, by putting it all out there, by saying, this is what I'm going through, owning your story and supporting other moms as they are going through this journey too, we start to become better. The burnout will slowly fade away. You know, and one thing I know from my own experience is that being vulnerable is very, very uncomfortable. It is so uncomfortable to be vulnerable and to share how we're feeling, to share what we're going through. Truthfully, last week when I recorded a podcast and I shared with you my experience on potty training, let's just go back to that. If you missed that podcast, it's a quick life update. 15 minutes. And I do those life updates as my way of being vulnerable because I don't want to sit here and ever pretend on this podcast or in my life or on my social media or literally even face-to-face that I know what the hell I'm doing all the time. And I think for the longest time I did put on this persona and try to put myself in a place where I did know what I was doing. I remember when I first became a mom um, during the pandemic, I had my first daughter literally as our state was shutting down for the pandemic in 2020. And I said, you know, and I'm going to use my platform, my Instagram platform, my everything that I was doing in my health and wellness business. This podcast was called the Control Freak Podcast back then. I said to myself, I'm going to use my platform to help other moms in their motherhood journey. And when I thought about doing that originally, it wasn't what it looks like right now. (laughs) It was straight up like, here's what I would do. Meanwhile, I was giving people advice. I was going through the motions, sharing all this content, doing all these things, and then realizing that I was not living those things because life is hard and motherhood is messy. And so when I I decided as the farther I got into my motherhood journey and I started making Fight Back Motherhood and this podcast and my, you know, my course and community, what I wanted it to be, I realized that more moms were responding to the messiness instead of the tips on how to do all the things. So last week on my podcast, when I talked about potty training and the impact it had on me, that is how I'm avoiding burnout. And I'm telling you this in hopes that maybe you'll kind of, it'll click for you. I was there sharing with you not how to potty train your child because at the end of the day, I have no idea how to potty train my child, obviously. Um, When I did the life update a few months ago talking about how I wasn't sleeping, I'm still in the thick of that right now. I have no advice on how to tell you how to help your kids sleep because the truth is at the end of the day, your kid's different than mine. 
I don't have any advice on that, but I can tell you how I'm feeling and how I'm getting through it and what I'm doing to prioritize my self-care, what I'm doing to ensure that I am taking care of myself during all of these really hard things in motherhood. I had to do all of this. And the more that I realized that I sit down and I actually share the hard things and share what's actually happening in my life and what's been rough and how I'm navigating it, more of you respond to it. More of you like hearing that stuff. So I am not, I, I don't have to, when I'm trying to be perfect, when I'm trying to do all of the things, when I'm trying to raise my kid up to a standard of somebody else, none of that is fun to me. None of it's fun. And that's how I end up burnt out. So the key to avoiding burnout, to overcoming burnout is again, to be authentic. It's by being honest. Being vulnerable is again, very uncomfortable. But the good news is that no one on this planet is braver than a mom. Let down your guard. It's not going to be easy, not one bit, but the thing is, is that your bravery to live your truth and to share where you're at and to be honest and to speak up, that's what inspires other moms. And before you know it, if we can all back this, we're going to have a culture shift on our hands. We can really enjoy the bubble bath at that point, right? We can really enjoy those moments because right now when you're stuck in this ongoing state of overwhelm, when you're constantly burned out, when you're not being vulnerable, when you're not speaking your truth, when you're not being authentic, you're not being honest to yourself, that is what makes you spiral out. All right. So with that being said, let me leave you with a couple of different things that you can do right now to help you become more vulnerable, to help you prioritize yourself, to help you really ensure that you are not burning yourself to the ground. Because at the end of the day, when mom is struggling, the entire family struggles. I'm going to be honest, right? Your mommy burnout will affect your entire life. It's going to affect your work. It's going to affect your relationships. It'll affect your marriage and it will affect your children. The thing is, and I actually read something recently when I was researching this topic and, and really seeing like how I handled certain things. I read this, when a mom is burnt out, her kids are more likely to experience anxiety, trouble sleeping, and even like belly aches and headaches. And it also damages your kids' feeling of attachment to you. And that is like, I read that and I was like, oh, that, that's, that's a lot. Like, that's a lot to take in, right? We want to make sure that we're at our best selves. We're not burned out. We're not running ourselves into the ground. So that way our children, our marriages, our life is also, are also not going to be affected by that. So the first thing I want you to understand is number one is that comparison will kill you, Okay nobody's life, no one's circumstances, no one's family, no one's child is like yours. The way that your life is set set up right now, the way that you mother your children, it is, you got to understand that whatever you're seeing on social media is that person's life or what they're trying to portray is their life. You cannot compare your hard to somebody else's hard. If you are constantly comparing the way that Sally from Illinois is raising her children compared to the hard that you're facing right now, you will run yourself into the ground. I can't tell you how many times I will talk on my social media about how hard something is and then somebody writes underneath in my post and says, just wait until they blank. And I'm like, that is such bullshit advice to give somebody because the truth is, is that this is my hard right now. And so I'm never gonna be the type of mom or type of woman for that matter that looks at you who has your three-month-old and compares your level of hard to the hard that I'm facing right now 
with my toddler or the hard that a mom that is dealing with a very complicated pregnancy is dealing with or the woman that's going through infertility is dealing with or the woman of teenagers or the woman that has adult kids. We all have our own hard and trying to compare our hard to somebody else's hard and say that it's the same or look at the way that they're doing things is what leads us to burning out. It leads us to feeling inadequate. So the thing is, is like stop chasing or comparing or looking at all the things that your friends or other people are doing on social media and the things that mommy groups are doing. Tune out that and focus on your own values. Focus on what actually matters to you. And again, that encourages you to be authentic to yourself. Comparing yourself to anybody else is going to kill you. It's going to make you feel like shit. The second thing you need to understand is that self-care needs to be prioritized. Prioritize your self-care. It is not selfish. It is how you maintain your patience. It's how you maintain your mood. It's how you're going to approach your everyday. Taking care of yourself is a human need. It's not a want. It is a need, right? Get dressed. Get out of the house. Go spend time with your friends. Go walk your dog. Spend time alone, right? You need to focus on your genuine emotional well-being and not just distracting your head. When you take time to do this, when you take time to go work out, to read a book, to do the things that you love to do, take a bath, whatever it may be, you're going to get out of the, you're going to realize like, hey, this is allowing me to kind of go back to me, right? Taking care of yourself is a mental shift. Like you have to understand that it's so vitally important. We talked a little bit already about how the impact it has on your kids, right? Like you need to make sure that you're taking care of yourself because that makes just a big as an impact on your kids with saying that you take care of yourself as when you're not taking care of yourself. We want to raise strong human beings. So we need to make sure that we're taking that time to recharge and become better versions of ourselves. Because if not, we're going to run ourselves into the ground. And all we're doing in that situation is telling our kids, it's okay that, I, that I'm going to just put all my self-care aside just because I'm going to take care of my kids and I'm, like, I'm going to run myself into the ground. And hey, this is how you should parent your kids in the future. Boom. That sucks. Right? The number three thing you can do to avoid mommy burnout is to make sure that you're investing in your relationships. You know what you can do that will really recharge and make you feel better in 15 minutes? Call your friends. (laughs) The end. Go connect with somebody. You know, go and take a 15-minute walk and call your mom. Spend time with your spouse. Have a face-to-face chat with somebody who's in the exact same stage of life as you. You know, maybe one, one thing that I like to do is on the days that my daughter goes to her Montessori school. I have another mom that also has her son in the Montessori school and we will sometimes go get coffee after we drop him off or do something like that. Because the truth is we're in the exact same stage of life. We're dealing with a lot of the same challenges and we can talk. We can get things off our chest. Like making time for other people and actually having time to sit down with other adults is going to be, allow you to not feel so alone. And when you feel alone, you're more prone to burnout, right? In-person connection is huge. And if you can't do that, maybe you're alone or you're by yourself, get on zoom and talk to someone face to face. It's going to be a mental boost. It gives you that connection. And last but not least, the last thing I'm going to add when it comes down to burnout, get rid of the mom guilt. We are setting ourselves up for this goal or this, whatever, this standard, I don't know that we should be able to do it all. 
The word should is just not healthy. Moms have to rise to this challenge of surrendering control and being able to delegate so that way they can find themselves again, right? Like we need to lower our standards for ourselves. I went through so much postpartum depression and anxiety, and it was because I felt this constant pressure to do everything on my own. You know, and I would sit down and I would not let my husband step in and help and do things the way that he wanted to do things because I felt like I needed to control everything. And the truth is my need to control, my need to always be on and do things for my kids was actually making me a not so great mom. Uh, Be willing to allow other people to step in, even if their process is different than yours, because the truth is, is that not everything is going to be done as the way we expect, but that's the best part about it is that our kids can learn there are different ways that can be ta- they can be taken care of, number one, and that other people can take care of them other than you. You dropping your, mel- your mom guilt and you letting other people help you is a practice of self-compassion. It's okay to say, like, I'm not going to get all of this done instead of, I can't believe I didn't get all this done. Change your perspective. You don't have to do everything in order to be a good mom. You just have to be a good mom. The end, right? Identify at the end of this. Here's what I just want you to understand is that you need to understand that the stress, the overwhelm, this constant pursuit of of perfection and trying to be this version of yourself, whatever it is that you're doing right now, it is not serving you. It is not helping you. And the thing I want you to understand is this. You have this ability right now to live your best life and to be the type of mom that these babies need. It is up to you. So here's what I want to leave you with. Ask yourself two questions today. What is the hardest part about being vulnerable to you? What is causing you to feel so overwhelmed, so burnt out, so stressed? Other than the things I obviously mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. Why is it so hard for you to admit that? Why is it so hard for you to ask for help and to share what's really going on in your life? And also, how could vulnerability benefit you? How could things become better just by you sharing what you actually need and what's actually going on in your life? Ask yourself these questions and then take some time to tag me on social media. My social media handle is all things Kelsey. Let me know what you come up with. Share with me what you got out of this podcast. Share with me how you are going to take the steps to get out of this burnout cycle mode and to become the mom and person and woman and version of yourself that you know you're capable of being. Do that today. Tag me, rate, review this podcast, share it with as many people as you think could benefit from this. We as moms need to huddle together. We need to have each other's back. And that is what's going to end this constant cycle of thinking that we need to be perfect moms. All right, my friend, you have an absolutely incredible week and we will see you next time.